Welcome back to your 30-day podcast marathon, Everything Vocal Registers. And today, it's just you and me <laughs> diving deep into the magic of resonance and its powerful link to vocal registers. So come on, board the ship and let's make a musical quantum leap. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, 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 guys. I just thought I deserved that applaud. That was good. <laughs> okay, let's get down into today's work, please. Today we're going to be talking about resonance and we are going to be talking about the relationship between resonance and vocal registers. And you must know that resonance is like the bedrock, is a foundation for other techniques because resonance is actually something we want to achieve when we sing. When it comes to sound production, there are three pillars we must look at. There's the respirator, which has to do with the source, the air, the powerhouse, where the air comes from to cause vibration in the vocal cords to bring about the production of sound. Yes, now talk about the respirator and the resonator, which is what we'll be talking about most in this episode and finally we have to talk about the articulators that take the sound that has been amplified by the resonators and mold it fashioning it into meaningful sounds today we'll only be talking about the resonator but first what is resonance you know why when you sing in the bathroom or you sing in uh, a room that does not have furniture, that's just empty, you like it because the sound, it sounds kind of fuller and to, let's just say, richer. So you're like, oh, I love the way my voice sounds here. Some of us, some of you did not do it well. I would often open a well and sing into the well because I wanted to hear that richness, that fullness. Let's just call it that for now. Okay, so let me just use that as an analogy to describe what resonance is. Air comes from your lungs and passes through your vocal cords, causing it to vibrate. And that vibration creates sound. Now, the sound does not just sit there. And the sound does not just come straight out of your mouth. The sound has to pass through some places, some empty spaces. Yeah, some empty spaces, basically. And when it passes through them and bounces through these places, just like how your voice bounces in that empty room, it becomes amplified and enhanced. It becomes amplified and enhanced. That process of amplification and enhancement of your sound when it is produced from your vocal cords is what is called resonance. Let me explain further from a post Coach Joel made. He said, Our larynx is where our voice produces sound. This is done when the vocal folds come together, allowing the air from our lungs to touch it. When air, that's carbon dioxide, in this case or exhalation meets the vocal cords as they adduct sound is created and the vocal cords begin to vibrate that vibration creates the sound waves and in this case it doesn't travel through air like it does when we clap or beat drums it travels through some parts of our skull before leaving our lips now these parts of our skulls where the sound travels through are called or are known as vocal tract or resonators and the whole process is known as resonance. I think this is self-explanatory but 
just in case you are beginning to lose your way as we progress, you get to understand better. Let us move quickly to resonators. What are they? How many are they? What do they do? Can they be moved? Can they be manipulated? Let's find out. So first we have the nasal resonator. Yeah, the nasal resonator. This is the space behind the nose. It gives you singing freedom. How do you know this? When you have a running nose, Qatar, and your nose is blocked, you find it difficult to sing. Why? Because sound is not able to resonate in that place. Sound is not able to pass through. Sound is not able to bounce in those places. Sound is not able to have that freedom. It normally does. It's just blocked. So you find it difficult to sing at that point in time. And it also gives a kind of color to your singing. Now, there's a difference between nasality and nasal resonance there's quite a difference when you're sounding too nasal it's a problem but nasal resonance is actually a thing it's a good thing all right so the next um resonator we're going to be talking about is the pharyngeal resonator so where is the pharynx or what is the pharyngeal resonator this is the space between the larynx and the nasal cavity i know some of you are hearing this as though i'm speaking in tongues but you need to go and do your research yourself you need to go and check your vocal anatomy you need to go and look at that diagram and take note of all these places i'm mentioning so while you're listening to this pod you can quickly go online to check vocal anatomy to see how your vocal anatomy is and you can see how all these things look like so it doesn't you can actually picture them as we are saying them the third is the oral space the oral resonator and i'm so sure you are used to this you know it okay it's like the major outlet where sound come through so of course everybody knows what the buccal space or the oral let me not speak too much english <laughs> I'm not saying you should open your mouth too wide to have so much um to have so much resonance. No, it's not until you open your mouth so wide that you'd have so much resonance. Or the parts of the vocal tract or our resonators are the larynx itself and the chest. Mostly when you sing in chest voice. Don't worry, we'll get to know all that as the podcast progresses. So we need the vocal tract so that sound would have enough space to project properly. So all that ended up saying, project, project. What they are simply trying to tell you is they need more resonance. Why is it important that we know about resonance and utilize it? It's because if we do not allow these sounds to resonate in their appropriate spaces if we do not allow them if we by somehow or by a wrong technique put blockage it would mount pressure in our larynx and that is what causes strain and pain in our voices when we actually sing what is the connection between vocal registers and vocal resonance It's simple, you cannot define registers without talking about resonance because, in fact, some of the terms we use in vocal registers were, they were derived 
with respect to resonance. So you, you say chest voice. Why do you say chest voice? It's because resonance is felt. You feel vibrations on your chest and vibrations are signs of resonance. It means resonance is going on within that region. So you say what? Chest voice. Why do you say head voice? It's because you're feeling vibrations around your forehead region. You're feeling vibration around your nasal space. You're feeling... That's why you say what? Head voice. So you cannot define vocal registers and not talk about resonance. Every time we work on ourselves, every time we engage vocal training, I it baffles me when I see people say they want to feel stressed and tense when they are singing. I'm like, then what is the point of vocal training? Vocal training is to get you to that point where singing becomes almost as easy as talking. So if you are trying, I'm like, it's, I'm not feeling, I used to be like that that time. I'll be like, how can somebody just be singing so stresslessly, so effortlessly? Uh, meow. It's, I'm like, you have to feel it. That's the real singing, but that's not true. I don't know where we developed that notion from. Vocal training is to get you to that point where singing becomes, your sound is free, is free, like totally is free and it just flows out of you like a river, not you're pushing and struggling. That is not the essence of vocal training. So for some of you who have issues with, I have a weak chest voice, I have a weak head voice, I have a weak uh, middle voice or is it mixed voice, thereabouts, whichever. One of the major issues is resonance. You have not been able to master resonance in these registers. So you will notice that low notes are favored in a particular register because that register has the appropriate resonance for those low notes. And high notes has a register that is appropriate for that has the perfect, uh, perfect resonator for it. I really hope what I'm saying now is making sense to you. If it doesn't, you have to listen to the pod again. So as we begin to progress, you begin to learn more. I really, I really can't wait. We are going to have a lot of coaches come on board and teach this. So do not fret if you're still losing your way. We're having more coaches coming up. All right. As we bring this episode to a close, I'm just going to say a few more things which some of you might relate to and others cannot relate, but it's fine. We'll all get to that point. We still have like 28, okay, 27 more days to go. Okay, so singing isn't limited to just your chest and your head resonance. It's not limited to just your head and your chest voice because some of you have concluded in your life that you will not be able to blend the two together you find it as it's a herculean tax i'm not going to make it sound as though it's easy it's the holy grail of singing it's that thing every singer most of most singers spend their whole life trying to master blending registers okay blending the chest and the head most singers spend their whole career trying to do that so when you get skilled enough, you'll be able to utilize your resonating spaces like your mouth and your pharynx for further tonal variety. All right, beautiful people, let's call it our day. We're going to have Kujoyo very soon. I'm not going to leak it, it might be tomorrow. It might be the next. I do not know. We're just still be having Kajuel Okoegwale and it's going to be an amazing session. Trust me. Yippee!
drawing the curtain. Okay, I don't know if I'm your favorite vocal coach yet, but I just know I'm your pilot on this ship and we're bringing it to a close. So if you've not followed us on whatever listening platform you are listening from, if you've not subscribed on YouTube, if you've not if you've not been commenting or liking, I think you know what to do. So I remain your favorite, okay, not favorite, your coach worship and I'm signing out.